어머 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 전화가 잘안 들려서 그래 어머 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 어떡해 Welcome to the 아줌마 쇼 podcast As you all know uh, For some of you who know the podcast You know our, we always start with the same section up top It's time for KBS Koreans Kia Alright Welcome to the stage our kick-ass Korean, <laughs> Miss Jen Kim! Yes! Give her a round of applause. Yes! This is the session of the podcast where we shout out a Korean person that is really just kicking ass in the community, in the world, you know, wherever they are. They're just really being excellent, and we want to, we want to shout that out. So, uh, hello, Jen Kim. How are you? Hello, Peter, Kim, and Energy Kim. <laughs> no relations no at relation. all. No relation, yeah. We, all three Kim share no blood. No blood. At, at all. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, before we get started, Jen and I did go to college, This, but this is not nepotism. Jen is actually kick-ass. Yes, it turned yeah. out. It turned yeah. out. Uh, and Jen, uh, please, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you are the associate administrator of the Small Business Association of America. Small Business Administration. Damn it! I almost had it. It was almost ninety-nine percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's of America. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The United States. The Small SBA. Administration. Okay, yeah. which means you are just one rung lower than the head of SBA. Uh, like, that's a, like two rungs lower. Two rungs lower. Okay. Whoa! That's amazing. And is it true that your position is a um, political uh, appointee? Yes, I am a appointee Which means someone... President Biden. What? <laughs> Holy shit! Bitch, you know people. You know yes. people. That worked, bitch. <laughs> Well, I, I worked on his campaign in 2020 and helped, uh, you know, we won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wow, that is so cool. I gotta tell you straight up, I've never actually met a Korean person that works for a president before. So this is the coolest thing. Have you guys, anyone? <laughs> yeah, voter reform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you screaming at me? <laughs> Understand where the rage is coming Honestly, from. Honestly, I've been waiting for that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, but no, I, I also used to work on voter reform, so. Good oh, okay. Yeah. So there's hope maybe, for you. Maybe it'd be like this someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, all joking aside, I think that's super fucking cool. It was so cool. Um, tell us about, um, in a nutshell, like what your job entails today. So the Small Business Administration. Um, you know, it's been part of the federal government for many years, but I think a lot of people know us now because we were the agency that, that administered PPP and a lot of the pandemic relief programs. So, um, you know, when the pandemic started, all the small businesses, mm -hmm. you know, well, like everybody, everybody's like, Restaurants, shopkeeps, yeah. which a lot of Korean Americans are, like your your parents are dry cleaners. It's been uh, dry cleaners that have been failing for over 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fail? 
bill for over 20 years. They just, yeah. It's because hey, the one year they made $50,000, they saved all of that money. Wow. So. Yeah, my dad was also a dry cleaner, yeah. and he had to fold as well. Yeah. But, you know, like most Korean... Um, Koreans that we know, it's especially of the immigrant class, like it's hard to get like corporate jobs if you just came here and you don't know the language. No, so you do ketton. Yeah. You guys know what ketton is, right? Yeah. Like yeah. ketton is uh, like microfinancing in the Korean community. My parents used, your parents used yes. to do it. I'm sure a lot of parents. It was used part to of a club. They were part of a club called Kobegi Club, and so basically everyone gets a, every family gets a turn at the pot. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone puts in like let's say ten thousand dollars. And the, or a thousand dollars and ten families takes takes like a lump sum. So it's like getting a loan to like jumpstart something, and you only pay like your like community of people, so you don't have to deal with like Chase Bank or et cetera. Exactly. Well, or just, not that you don't have to deal with it. Maybe they don't want to loan to you. Yes. So. But it's more of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what. No one's interested in giving. Yeah. It's not like my mom was like mm, Chase Bank. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting up for Wells Fargo. <laughs> so yeah. So so yeah. I mean, that's actually a big reason why I was interested in the job. Just thinking about all the kind of Korean, you know, entrepreneurs that were in like our respective communities that like helped. For me, I grew up in a very white town, so like helped keep the culture alive. You know, we'd have to like drive an hour to get the closest Korean restaurant. But wow. Like, kind of like brave, you know, entrepreneurs out there. And, you know, most of them are not, like, connected to government agencies. Mm -hmm. They either don't know about it or they don't trust it. Um, so when I take this job, I really want to be able to reach out to kind of, you know, the underserved communities and folks that haven't maybe accessed all these programs. Even though a lot of people did get PPP and all this other money, like, there's plenty of other people that just were like, oh, I didn't think that was for me. Or I didn't yeah. know how to do the paperwork. Right. Or, Forms I, just, are very, or I tried, yeah. but I got denied, you know, so. My mom would have definitely been like, this feels like a scam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the second there's a social security card, the social security, security number yeah. filling out, yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, she's like, you're not getting me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Also, like, my parents don't have emails, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing. But that that's a really important thing, especially for the Korean community, so. Bravo, bravo. Thank you so much for being part of that. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, it, but yeah. can I ask, what uh, sort of spurred your initial interest in politics? Um, well, this is funny because I was thinking about this last night, actually, when I was at your guys' show. So Peter and I went to the University of Michigan together. Go Blue! She didn't finish college that day. I didn't. <laughs> you can tell she dropped out. Peter was always like emceeing like the KSA shows, right? The culture shows. Like this was Peter's jam, right? So like he was kind of always doing what you're doing now. When I was in college, I was president of the Asian American Association mm -hmm. and doing like organizing things on mm -hmm. campus. So most I think like classes failed us, but the extracurriculars really brought us to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were like, I don't, I don't know what's going on in school, but like all that extra. Stuff. Oh yeah, I think I graduated with like a two nine. That's so good. That's so good. What? Is that two nine? That's good. For our friend group. Oh, we were drunk. we were nonstop drunk. Yeah. yeah, that's a C plus. What's up? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't want to hear that from you. <laughs> You're the last person I want to hear that from. Like our, our strong group C plus. Also, like 
the average graduation, what do you call it, like how many years you were in college was like higher. Yeah. 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 It's like five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> we loved Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to stay. Peter and I worked at a sushi restaurant together. That's right. We did. Yeah. It was yeah. a nice little community. I don't know. I think my parents were always just kind of like, you know, always had the news on. They were active. Also, like my mom started a Korean school when really? I was Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. She wanted, so I, you know, some brothers, she wanted us to learn Korean language, culture, whatever, but she decided she wanted everybody within, you know, 90 miles of where we grew up to go. <laughs> 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 so people would travel like really far. Wow. Far away to come because it was like the, you know, the closest one. Did she start a Korean school in your home or was it like a space somewhere? It was attached to one of the Korean churches. Ah, right. uh, yes, yes, yes. Church ended and then we went in there at like three o'clock or whatever. And yeah. So you, you learned about community engagement through your parents. That you realized that it was. So it was yeah. very specifically about engaging the Korean American community. I guess so, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just kind of like, you, I don't know, my parents, you like, they, they complain a lot, but every now and then they do something about the thing they're complaining about. That sounds cool as hell. Yeah. My mom just complains. She doesn't, yes. she never takes action. Actually, your mom, your parents were building community. My mom actively tears them down. Yeah. <laughs> My parents just suffer silently. Yeah. This is why we do what we do, and you're yes. working for president. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you're in the SBA now. Is there, um, in the near future, a um, a hope or a dream to um, get into something different in the political sphere, or, or like a higher office of sorts? Like, what's the dream? I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, Peter. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, celebrating about- Juneteenth. Yes. 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 Thanks, President Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny, like, I've never, I've all, like, so I've done a lot of political jobs for the last, like, 15, 20 years, but I'm usually the person behind the scenes, which is, like, a little stereotypical, right? Like, I'm the woman that gets stuff done, and, yes, like, yeah. I don't want to be up front, and, like, even this right now, where I have to, like, speak to people, I'm a little, like, ah. You're doing great! You're doing great, yeah. Um, but I never wanted to run for office, like, that feels a little, like, too public, but, um, you know, just want to continue to work on things that I believe in, whether it's helping you know, um, business owners of color or, you know, expanding voting rights. You know, I worked on a lot of important issues, um, environmental, healthcare, et cetera. So, you know, just want to keep doing that. Right, the job that I'm doing now, I definitely feel like I have like a really big reach um, compared to previous jobs. We have, you know, 35 million small businesses across the United States. Um, So the SBA is one of the agencies that has like offices in every state, right, because mm-hmm. our people are like, out there helping small businesses like in the communities, right, mm-hmm. either trying to get loans or do business counseling or whatever, so we have 68 districts, offices across the country, wow. um, so those, um, that's like my purview, that's what I oversee. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's that's lot. huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a good combination. I feel like my parents and my grad school professors are like, oh, finally, you're doing something that's not just like running around sitting on people's couches knocking on doors. You're like, okay. <laughs> like for anybody that's done campaign work before, yes. you're yes. like, oh, now you have like a, an office with a desk and a chair. <gasps> wow, <laughs> all three things? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Wait, that's you have a window? I have a window. Whoa! <laughs> Rich, you can look outside. <laughs> <laughs> In a government building? Wow, yeah. Well, 
Okay, so today we went to, we'll go through this later on the podcast, but we went to do a little DC kind of touring thing. Yeah. Where would we find you in the, like, area of the government buildings? Um, did you walk by the um, Native American Museum? I specifically was like, erase that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On the Capitol side, Uh on the uh south side of the mall is where we're Oh, okay, gotcha. And that's where you commute to work every day? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so cool. You're legit doing it. You're the government. You're the people we don't trust. (laughs) (laughs) You're the lady that my mom's like, no, don't pick up the phone. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's a a strong clipboard energy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I've always seen from you um, the leadership, obviously, and the smarts and the hustle. Is there any um, is there any dream of, like, being, like, on, in the White House, like, chief of staff or something along the lines of that? Um, I mean, I won't say I've never thought about it, but I like the job that I have now because it's, like, very – it combines, like, two things that I think I'm kind of – like have some expertise and one is like running a large field operation right because we have these mm-hmm. state offices and then also um you know president mm-hmm. biden and the administrator of the sba administrator guzman both have a really big priority of um just like equity throughout government programs and so reaching underserved communities which is something i've worked on a lot like working with communities of color so although like the business field is a little newer to me like this is actually like a job that's really fun Cool. Um, you know, like, which I was kind of surprised that I can tell people, like, oh, yeah, I just started this job working for the government, but it's actually pretty fun. That's um, awesome. Because, yeah. like, my brother, who you also know, he's worked for the government for, like, I don't know, 10 years or something, and I don't, like, he, he, he does he do? jobs. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what does he do? do? Yeah. Um, he works at the Department of Health and Human Services. He's a career employee, so he's been there for a long time, but he works, um, you know, on public health issues. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I have one last question for you before we let you go. Okay. It. You are a political appointee, which means Biden chose you. Um, But have you have you like uh, been in a one on one situation with him before? No. Not yet. Never. So he's never smelled your hair. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Would you let him? I just love a man that has face tragedy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just feels sexy to me. Um, okay, but my question is, because you're a political empl- appointee, if there is a new administration that comes in, does that mean that there's a new person coming in, so you would have to leave? Yes. Spoils of war, baby. Wow. Yeah. That's So that must, it must maybe give you a little bit of stress, maybe, but also, like, uh, uh, a time period where you have to get stuff done. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. I definitely feel like the clock is ticking. Like, there's some things where I feel like, okay, I can do this in a few months. Other things are going to take, like, a year, and maybe some things are even longer than that. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Can, I, can I ask you something? Just as a, as we come on to up on another election cycle. Another one. Oh, my God. It's like, this one, I mean, can you reform this? Like, yeah. <laughs> like can you make it stop? <laughs> Settle in. You know um, what? Oh, before you go to your question, I is he even? Oh, he left. He was like, no, no, no. he went to get my drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you're there. Hi. Okay, because uh, so, we just had. I'm from California, and we just had our um, 
uh, midterm elections. Your mayoral, yeah. Uh, yes, and um, there was a, it was very low voting turnout for Gen Z. It was like less than 10% or something like that, something crazy. And I was wondering if there ever, if there was a way, this is my idea, like, um, and please give me credit for it. I think like <laughs> to engage the younger people, if we could like somehow get voting to be like a TikTok filter, like wouldn't more young people vote? Like it, it, it um, would, yes. would that work? I don't know how to use TikTok for you guys. <laughs> okay, we're screwed! <laughs> I guess my question oh, yeah, is related, my question is actually related to that. So it's like, if you come on another election cycle, what do you think, at least to our listeners and to anyone out in this audience, like, what do you think is an important, um, like, what should we try to do? What's an important way we can continue to engage with this election cycle? What's a more tangible, real way we can affect change that's not signing a petition, that, that's not just um, pushing donate. That's so much of a better question than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I don't want to either under or overemphasize, like, the act of voting is, like, the most important thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. And if that's something you already do, get somebody else to do that with mm-hmm. you and another person and another person. Like, don't just assume... Oh, I feel like things are gonna be okay, and uh, this My person will probably count. win. So yeah. I don't need to show up. Like that's exactly what happens, you know, in the election. That just so you want us to to bully someone into voting? <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring friends. Um, I do yeah. do that. <laughs> also, like, just talking to people about it and like having it be something that you know, some, like there's certain people that I think they're like, oh, that's not something I talk about with other people. Right. Yes. But like normalizing that and having conversations to help people learn about like what your views are that maybe they don't know about and so you can have a conversation about. There's just like so many issues that are, and so many rights that are at stake right now. Yes. Um, you know, whether it's actual, just like the state of our democracy and having more, what did you say, ins- insurging or not? <laughs> <laughs> more insurging. Yeah. Please bring that back to your government. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can we add this to the dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> add it to the Constitution? No, but also just like, I mean, for us, right, like hate crime, so I think representation in government is super important. Mm-hmm. Like people like Grace Ming, who's from where you're from, Peter, Congresswoman from Flushing, like she helped yeah. introduce hate crimes legislation that like is bringing more visibility to the issue. Um, like all that is like this weekend is also uh, 40th anniversary of Vincent Chin's um, yeah. murder. Okay. Somebody was like, "We don't want you to talk." About that. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> They're like "Don't talk about Vincent Chin." Cut, cut her audio now. And a lot of states have started because of all the hate crimes have started to pass state level bills to mandate Asian American education in schools. Yes. Right? Like, you yeah. know, yes, that's right. New Jersey is not doing it. There's Illinois. Illinois, Illinois I think maybe Connecticut and Rhode Island, but just like learning about issues and thinking like, oh, actually like the discrimination against Asian people is something that happens. It's not like an automatic thing that people learn about in school. But if you vote for people that support that kind of thing, that makes a difference. So talk, bully, vote. That's it. Thank you so much for everything you do. Monroe Wang. None of this crowd knows that inside joke. (laughs)
She's just bringing up stories that only we know. So. <laughs> Very cool. But yeah, if, if anyone wants to know, learn more about Vincent Chin specifically, there is a documentary currently uh, making its rounds on the festival market, and you can look it up. But it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, we, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. I, I've been in Chicago for the last week uh, doing shows with NGM, and then we, did, we came here for the weekend to do shows here. And um, I, I gotta say, I, I haven't been to DC as an adult. And um, yeah, yeah, and DC is fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I'm from New York, I live in LA, we lived in Chicago. And you know, and I, DC usually sometimes gets overlooked as a major metropolitan yeah. city, right? Yeah, Peter was ready to hate. Yeah, I was. <laughs> he, was, he was completely ready to be like, oh, this is like a small backwater place, right? Yeah, what is, what is this, a little <laughs> swamp? Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, but it, 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 it's such a beautiful city and so diverse and so smart. The P, I, I think that's the thing I noticed first about DC is that yes. Everyone we did shows for, yeah. they are so fucking educated. Uh -huh. yeah. They're overly uh -huh. educated. Yeah. Uh, I would like for you guys to kind of stop. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it made me feel bad. And um, so I, I'm really, uh, I really love uh, DC, and I would love to come back in a non like working kind of environment because like, yes, yeah, I'd like to um, get laid. But I <laughs> <laughs> it is delightful. It is yeah. delightful. I, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> the city is very beautiful. It is. Like I've only been here. Um, one of my friends interned at the DOJ right after law school, and so we came to visit him. It was at the height of summer in July, so it was like armpit weather, and I will say that was sort of undesirable. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. It was very interesting because it was the first time I'd ever encountered um, here in DC. It was the only time I encountered the question, which was, uh, "Who do you work for?" As opposed to, like, in New York, where it's where do you live, in what LA, do do? what do you do? But in um, D.C., it was who do you work for? Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, I had no job. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actively trying to manage a drug band. And uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> a different time in my life. So you scurried away. I scurried away. It took 10 years to come back. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is very beautiful. It's gorgeous. And we feel like we walked around the monument today, the the Washington Monument and, yes. and, and the Memorial and all that. The nation's penis. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> the first erection. Um, we uh, we were saying how like it's so nice to like kind of be on vacation here, and as Korean immigrants, like yeah. we don't we've. Okay, let me ask you this. The Koreans out there, the immigrants out there, make some noise if you've been on family vacations before. Where have you been with your family? I don't know, man. Disneyland? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, you guys went, you went to Disneyland? Yeah. Yes. You actually went inside paper tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god. Hey, how, how many, do you, is it, are you the only child? <laughs> no, well, I have a sister who's 10 years younger than me. So. Oh, so she was home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wasn't, she didn't exist yet. Uh, okay, so you were an only child when your parents took you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Wait, that's... and then your sister never got to go? No. Very cool. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That's like, that, we, that makes sense. Did we hear some? She went the once. Yeah. One time. 
One time. Yeah. Wow, Disneyland is huge. That's like the place to go. To yeah, I've, I've never... How old were you when you went? Uh, five. Wow. wow. That's, the, that's like the key age to yeah, go. Yeah, it's when that shit is still magical It was too. the year after the immigrated. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Wait, what did... This is an aberration. Yeah. Hold on. What, what do your parents do? Yeah. Um, well, at the time, my dad worked in... Um, Semiconductor. Oh, this is what it is. Okay, okay, you have okay, money. Okay, you have okay, money. Okay, okay, okay. money. Okay, okay, okay. You have money. 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 You You what kind, wait, wait, what, what was the uh, brand? Like Carnival? I don't even or? know. Okay, oh, probably okay. not. Okay. We if you said Disney Cruises, I would have freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> the very lowest. It was like four of us in one room. It was like two bunk beds. Okay, good, good. And then we also had to do like, you had to do some sort of tour of a timeshare thing. So <laughs> <laughs> there was a pyramid scheme. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, if you went out, so we spent half a day looking at like timeshare units. And then if you did that, you got like a discount, I think, on the cruise or something like that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know about this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember where you went on the cruise? Like where you docked and all that? Maybe the Bahamas. Whoa! Damn! These are some fucking privileged career I thought there were going to be some fucking miscreants and street rats here. Lofty lofty immigrants here. It's like we were talking about where we've We've been. The park. Yeah. <laughs> We've been to. I've been to the park. Yeah. I think I one time. Not we, even the big one either. No. Yeah. The place like the where one you, attached to the middle school. <laughs> the one where you can like, cause it's like not busy, so you can put out the Kyrie grill. And like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I never. I've never been anywhere with my parents outside of like. The park. The park. Yeah. Um, I think. I, my parents have, have not been on a vacation the entire time they've been in America. Is that true? Yeah, my mom has gone when people have died. What? Back to Korea. But that's it. Wait, say that one more time? When people have died, my mom has gone back to Korea. That's not a vacation. She's going to a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you call funerals a vacation says so much about your mental stuff. Your state of your spirit is dark. I'm just saying, but then she got to go for a long time. She was a funeral anything all the entire time. Yeah. Know? She got to like. She showed her face and yeah. she was like, look at where I was. You know, you get to, you, you, you jazz out and you like go to all the fam- yeah. family burial, burial plots, and then you. Yeah. I don't know. Do the thing. Do the that's thing. Not a, that's not a vacation though. My, that's not a family vacation either. No, no, no. no that's true. I never went. We never my, went. My, my family went to one family vacation before, and it was when we all became adults. Okay. Like, we never had, like, Disneyland, young stuff. Like, the only place we went to was, like, church, Yale. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. we'd go out. To, that's not even a vacation. That's, you're going to church. Yeah, you're going to worship <laughs> yeah. in a different place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's Yibin, like, all yeah. the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. You don't want to fucking Koreans do barbecue the worst. I wish we were like African Americans, you know what I mean? Like they do barbecue, like the you know, the family barbecue, that's the way to do it. Like we are like everyone has to fucking pray and <laughs> confess their sins. Like what the fuck? Let me eat a rip. 
Uh, speaking of rib, how Adam gave one rib to Eve. Annoying. Um, but after we, after we became adults, my mom um, decided that we should all fly to Las Vegas. Oh. Uh, because she Gamble. has a play <laughs> True story, my mom and her younger brother um, used to gamble so much in Atlantic City that they lost both our houses. Oh. Yes. <laughs> He lost his house, my mom. Literally, it was my mom that, you know, I don't know if you know, but if you go to casinos and you spend enough money, they start like sending limos to your house. And they're like, we'll comp everything. Come eat all the shrimp you want. You know, like it's crazy. So my mom uh, would take us there and she gambled a little too hard. And she, her line of credit um, was like, Oba. you know, like yeah. it went over. So they were like, ma'am, we can't lend you any more casino yeah. money. You need to go home. And she pulled out our deed. <laughs> she brought the she deed? She brought the deed. So she was planning on losing it. She, she, she was like, YOLO, I don't give a fuck. That's crazy to She break. brought the dish. She was like, here, let's go. And they're like, that's not worth anything. Um, <laughs> no one lets no his apartment in Flushing. Yeah, they're like, man, this is signed in crayon. <laughs> but we, she, she put the deed up, and we lost the house. Oh, my God. We lost that. This is when I was in college, yeah. so I was like, bye. And, um, <laughs> and they lost it. My mom told me, like, we lost the house. I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. She's like, nothing. We're just going to stay here until they force us yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and true. It's Bank like, of America like, took two years. Yes. To repossess the yes. house. Pro tip, guys. That's what you can do. Yes. Uh, they got a lot of shit to repossess. <laughs> and you gotta just, you're probably lowest on that totem pole. Yeah, my yeah. parents did the same thing. They did? Did they lost the house too? They, they foreclosed and they just waited. Until... Did they have a gambling addiction as well? Or? No, they, listen, failing business. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, it's a glacial speed. But yeah, no, my parents. That's the right. honorable way to lose a house. Yeah, my parents. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, uh, yeah. man, small poor business decisions <laughs> over a lifetime. <laughs> but anyway, so she she's a gambling addict. So when we were um, when we were adults, we was like, let's all fly to Vegas. <laughs> let's, yeah, so let's, we, yeah. we went to Las Vegas. She lost a bunch of money, but at that point she didn't have no deeds, so there's right. not much to lose. <laughs> that's uh, good. But that's the only vacation we've ever had. Was it fun? No, it yeah. was not fun. <laughs> it was not fun to be like anxious about my mom like losing all her I know. money. I know. But that's the only thing she has fun. Like, yes. you guys ever go to Vegas or like these casinos and you see all these Asians in the baccarat room? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. These high rolling Asians, and it's always like the Asian ladies. Yes. Right. It's it's never Asian men. Asian ladies are out there and be like, I don't give a fuck. I survived the war. Let's go. I mean, and the and the perms are tight. <laughs> <laughs> the wallets are open. Yes. <laughs> and the buffets. And the morals are loose. Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's just really wild when I was in Vegas for the first time. But the only time I've ever gambled, I put in a dollar into a penny slot at oh. St. Caesar's Palace, put a dollar in, pushed the button once, and won $500. <gasps> My only time I've ever gambled, the only button I've ever pushed on a slot machine. Whoa. And it was, I was going insane. I was like, wow, wow, like what all this stuff. And I spent it immediately on three Caesar's Palace buffets. <laughs> decadent experience. I remember when I was winning that money, oh, this is a dangerous feeling. 
Because, like, buffet is a dangerous feeling for your stomach. This was a dangerous feeling for my, like, heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. free money? Like, it was just, it was crazy. And I knew immediately I didn't want to do this. I walked away. It's the only time I've ever walked away from, like, a high. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And it's, I mean, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, because, that means you're not wired that way, which is good for you. Yeah, but in every other way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now you are, uh, you have your own family now. Yes. And you have a son and uh, a baby to come. Yes, yes What yes. are some, how do you now, like, and I'm thinking I have a partner and I, you know, we're, we're talking about kids and stuff. Like, we're starting, maybe start a family. I, I want to now, I want to do stuff different with my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to take them to Disney. I want them to grow up like Sua. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want them to I grow up like Linda where I take them on a cruise and maybe make a huge financial mistake. <laughs> It's true. It's like, because I've asked my parents now, it's like, you know, now that I have a little bit of money, it's just like, let's go on a vacation. You know, you're old, like, what's the big deal, you know? Let's go someplace. Mm. And they're afraid to have fun like that. Ah. They want, they would, they they don't think they have earned the right, right. yeah, to have a vacation. And it's like, it's brutal to have the, you know, to have that conversation, you know? Because they have been slowly losing money for so many years. But like, you know, that is, that sort of mentality is what I want to avoid. You know, so when my, when, with my family. Have you gone on vacation yet with your family? You did. Your we kid is five. Yes, yeah, so we yeah. did for the first time. We went to Charleston. Uh, Great for a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Five-year-olds love uh, colonial history. <laughs> and he was, he loved it. He loved it. And it was like, but it was, it was just like, I just remember walking down the street with him in this new city, doing this new thing. I'm feeling really um, sad that I'd never done it with my parents, but also very uh, proud proud that I was doing it with him. I was able to give him this experience. And for him to like look up at his parents and like be walking together in this new place and be experiencing something new together, you know? And it was fun. Um, that That felt actually that's the only time I ever thought about this. I never considered that a vacation was something that I was missing. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I still, I, I still feel that, and I. That's why when I go on vacation, like when we are, yeah. we're on doing this thing, like I go buck wild. Yes. I'm like, I don't. I, I have a little of my mom in me. I'm like, I'll lose everything. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we have been eating a lot. We've been eating. Which <laughs> <laughs> we are like four dollar signs only. I have, <laughs> I have uh, one credit card left to max out. Let's let's go. We're only interested in wasting money. (laughs) It's true. But it's fun. I mean, like, I think that's part of uh, a reaction to never having gone anywhere. You know, so we want to live it up. And it's been great, like, to be able to have this, like, a family vacation with you. Yeah. Thank you. And with that, it's time to move on to our, the last section of our podcast. It's called Aigo! It's the section of our podcast when we talk about our many uh, glamorous fails and mistakes and missteps. And um, we hope that as we you know, are vulnerable and sharing with you guys, that you can be open to sharing with your people too. So why don't we go into it? Okay, so my Ayugu is actually from last night. So, oh no. Are they here? No. Okay. Oh, oh, the guy. So last night after the show, um, I was talking to you guys, and then after this like 
this guy had been Wait. lurking around, lingering for yes. many. I, I didn't realize it until you guys started looking at him. And oh, you noticed him too. He was standing right, right behind next to us. Yeah. <gasps> oh my! And, and you could feel him. I didn't feel him. They but saw him. You saw him. <laughs> oh, okay. And they were they kept looking. So it was this like guy that had been in the audience, and he looks at me, and he was like, "You went up there, and all I could think is that you were so hot." Ugh. I know. Um, <laughs> and I, I, and I looked, Nothing about your intelligence. No, <laughs> he was like, he didn't Nothing say I was funny. funny. Like, Not funny. <laughs> he was just like, you're so hot. And then I looked at him and I was like, surprisingly, that doesn't make me feel better. Right? <laughs> he, it really broke him, I think. <laughs> he was so crestfallen and then he silently left. Uh-huh. And then I would say another like 20 minutes later, he returned. He circled back? He circled back and he had written in his diary. He was carrying a diary? Oh my god. Yes. This is some, like, <laughs> this is some Ted Bundy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he came back around with a diary and showed me the pad to say that he had journaled about it wow. and felt very bad. Uh-huh. And then proceeded to tell the two of you how beautiful you guys also were. <laughs> Did you both say thank you? <laughs> As opposed to being an ungrateful witch like I was. But it was like, it was the, it was like, what was it, main character energy? Like he was spiraling in his own little Greek tragedy. And I had done that to him because of this offhanded sort of like, oh, that, that, that didn't make me feel better. And he truly spiraled in a way that I've never seen a stranger spiral, spiral like that, you know? I, and then to come back. And yeah. then have me bear witness to the spiral, <laughs> and then have you also bear witness to the spiral, and then and the thing is he was spiraling, but also he wasn't embarrassed. He was not. He was kind of like he wanted us to see that he was. He, he needed a supporting cast. Yes, he wanted to be very woke, and it was like I don't want you to feel like I fetishize you for your beauty, and then and turned to you guys and was like, you guys are all, of course, all women are beautiful. You guys are also beautiful. Liar. Lies. <laughs> it was such a bizarre interaction, and I was like, I. The thing is, the eye of it all is that I could have avoided this entire thing if I had just said thank, thank you. you. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Then he would have went away. He would have never pulled out his little diary. <laughs> he wouldn't have journaled furiously, crying. You changed his life for the worse. I literally like. I think the way that he walked away from us was like this. Like he wanted. Like he wanted. He backed up. He backed up. You can I, hear a little beep, beep, beep. I think he was hoping that I would reach out one final time. Yeah. To like give him some sort of affirmation, and I continued to be say no. <laughs> I was like, I don't. Good day. <laughs> but yeah, I, it I was. Hope a... He's still alive. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. He is. <laughs> um, yeah, that is a pretty big fail. I, uh, I, so my eye goal of the week actually happened in Chicago right before we came here. Yeah. The day before we came here. I was at our mutual friend um, Aaron's ha- Aaron's apartment. She lives in like a, a, one of those luxury high rises with a pool on the roof. Yes, where like only beautiful people. Are only allowed. like hot, beautiful, rich people live. Yes. And then you know I was the frumpy guest. So I, <laughs> so You're I was, plus one. I was the, I was yeah. Uh, I, I, I went. Uh, I was plus size the one, and I went up to the roof, and um, you know everyone was so hot and so young and like. 
you know, it, 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 I felt out of place, really, you know, and it's the pool, so, like, I have to take off my shirt, and, you know, like, I, I'm not, like, weird about my body, but I could definitely tell that they were, and, uh, <laughs> you know, they were like, keep it on, and, uh, <laughs> so, I, like, I was like, Aaron, let's go in the corner here where, like, no one could see us, and she's like, no, you're beautiful, blah, blah, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know, so, like, I, I'm just wearing my little swim shorts, and um, it's getting to like the end of the day, and I was like, okay, before I call a cab to leave, um, can I use your bathroom up here? And they next to the uh, pool, there's this little like recreation area. You know those uh, high rises that have like recreation areas. There's like a little kitchenette, like maybe it's a pool lounge. table. It's a lounge. It's a lounge that looks like the like a West Elm uh, show room. Show, yeah, yeah, it's very like everything's mid-century mod, yes. like beautiful, like clean lines. Schmeg. <laughs> yes, Schmeg, uh, 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 what's that called? A refrigerator. Refrigerator, yeah. yeah. So uh, she was like, yeah, it's in that lounge. There's two bathrooms. Go go in there. And I was like, okay, cool. So um, I go to the, one of the bathrooms, and uh, it's a beautiful bathroom. Marble floors, everything. And um, I take a poop. And uh, I remember sitting there taking a poop and thinking like, wow, bitch, you made it. You know, like, I was like, look at you, taking a poop in a marble bathroom. Like, you really have nothing more to ask for. And, uh, and I finish my thing, and I go to the fa- uh, the paper, and it's empty. Oh. And I'm like, okay, you know, but usually when it's empty, there's like, a, you know, things under the sink, right? So I go, okay, there's some more under the sink. I open under the sink, nothing but Windex. <laughs> So I go, okay, what do I do, what do I do? And I look into the, uh, I was like, you know what, I'll just wipe my butt with paper towel. Although it is abrasive, better than not wiping, right? So I go into the paper towel thing, empty. I'm like, oh my god, what do I do, what do I do? And then I remember, oh, right across the thing, there's another bathroom. So let me like, just pull up my pants. (laughs) Just jet into the bathroom across the thing, right? You jet or you crab walked? No, I mean, I say jet, but I did this. I, I did this, and I pulled it up like this, Halfway. opened the door, and I went. Okay. <laughs> Halfway, was your dick out, or no? No, 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 dick completely covered. Okay, okay. Ass fully out. Okay. Because, you know, like, I don't want to, like, ruin my shorts. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, <laughs> that's the issue, and I, um, <laughs> so I do one of these, I'm like, okay, okay, and I open the next one, go in, yeah. lock it, I'm like, phew. Go to the toilet paper, empty. <laughs> what is that? What the fuck is happening do in this luxury people. goddamn. R- wait, Richard, do hot people not shit? <laughs> <laughs> that must be it. Do hot rich, rich people not shit? No, they all shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they just happening? don't like. Yeah, so what, what is happening? I don't know. And they're, you know, like, in a luxury place like this, you think it's gonna be stocked with like yeah. two ply, three ply toilet paper? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. I'm expecting luxury. I don't, at the very least, a towel. <laughs> Something, <laughs> please, to wipe my crusty ass, right? So I go into and there's nothing there. I'm like, okay, surely there's one in the paper towel, empty again. And then I go into under the sink, two bottles of Windex. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Pandemic really is affecting jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, and there's a little kitchenette out there, right? So I'm like, there's gotta be something in the kitchenette. The kitchenette isn't around all the windows. I know. <laughs> so I like pull up the, my pants and ass out, of course, and I was just like, like this, and I go to the kitchen, no paper towels. 
I checked every drawer, and there's this one young lady with like a dachshund. Yes. With like, uh, like Beats by Dre, she's just like. Yes. <laughs> she's just like, she's watching me going. Wait, she's in the kitchen? She's like in the lounge, but like, I'm in the kitchen. Well, she's in the fake space. Wait, wait, your ass is out. Ass is completely out. But she's facing this way, so I'm like this. Like, I'm, fa- I, I'm hiding the, the doodle ass, and. <laughs> But you're still crab walking in this fashion. 100%. It's an emergency situation. And she, you know, she, she's listening to her music, yeah. so she's like, whatever, I don't care, right? Okay. So I go to the kitchenette. There's nothing, not one piece of paper I could wipe my ass with. So you use it. So I go, into, I go back into the bathroom, and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I have to go outside to meet, you know, Aaron yeah. and all our friends and all these hot young people out there. So I decide to just uh, turn on the sink and um, wash my ass. <laughs> As if, you know, like, they don't have a bidet, so make yeah. one, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I decided to, like, wash my, <laughs> my ass. And I'm, like, so fucking mortified. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I, I'm like, okay, just wash your ass, put some soap on it, and it'll be done. And it's, you know, my, my yeah. hands swim trunk, so it's wet anyway, so it doesn't matter if my ass is wet, you know, whatever. So, yeah, okay. like, I don't have to dry it. It's just going to get wet again, you know? So, like, and I go, okay, I'm washing my ass, and I go to the soap dispenser, no soap. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I f- finally finish washing it off. I scrub my hands, and I pull up my shorts. You never use any of the Windex? <laughs> no, I didn't use the Windex on my asshole. That's what I would have done. I know, that's what I should have done, but I, I felt, you know, like, maybe that's too far. And I, um, I, I walked back, and, and our friend Erin, beautiful, and she's just like sitting there with sunglasses looking Hollywood gorgeous. And then she just goes, how was it? And I'm like, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god.